0: You're listening to Raw and Real, a podcast for everyone dealing with loss. Join your host, Linda Piazza, as she and her guests share their experiences, knowledge, and heart when dealing with the tough topics of loss along life's journey. Our goal, whether you're dealing with a loss of a relationship, loss of health, loss of life, or loss of self, is to invite you to the table for our weekly conversation and provide some comfort in knowing that you're not alone in your grief. Now, here's your host, Linda Piazza. Hello and welcome back to this week's episode of the Ron Real podcast. I'm your host, Linda Piazza, and every week we're going to have real conversations about loss, all forms of loss, and in this week's episode, we're going to discuss memories. Thanks so much for joining us. So, we're going to discuss memories today. I think it's a really important episode because when we lose somebody that we love, our memories are all we have of them. And when we lose somebody, the way to keep them alive is to continue to talk about them, talk about the memories you have of them. They bring us comfort and they bring us joy. They bring us laughter. When we tell stories, and it's our way of honoring them and keeping their spirit alive. They may be gone, but they're not forgotten. And somehow if you talk about them, part of them is still alive within you. And I think that the subject is important because if we stop talking about them, if we stop remembering them, if we are in too much pain and we can't talk about them, eventually they'll be forgotten. And the last thing that we want for our loved ones that have passed on is for them to be forgotten. So the only way we can keep them alive, the only way we can keep them in the forefront of people's minds or tell people that never met them about them or they feel like they knew them is by sharing your memories with them. It is just a really important part of your grief process and it's a really important part of keeping that person alive and in your hearts. How do you keep your loved one's memory alive? What is it that you do that helps you cope and helps you deal with the loss? Today marks eight months that my sister has passed away. And I look over the last eight months and the challenges and the difficulties of navigating through the devastating loss because it was definitely sudden. She was 58 years old and it has been really heart wrenching. One of the things that I find that has helped me through this difficult time is talking about her and the memories that I have of us growing up, the memories that I have of us as adults, the things that we did together when we were growing up and, and when we would see each other throughout the years. She lived in New York and I live in Texas. So when We would see each other. There were a lot of things that we would do, a lot of conversations that we would have. You know, one of the things when you don't live in the same city as people, you end up having more conversation. You have more on-purpose things that you talk about and your relationship grows very differently because you don't take that relationship for granted. And one of the things that I've done is talk a lot about her and sharing my memories about her and sharing my memories about all of the people that I know that have passed away, that I've been close to, that I love. And the only way I feel like you're able to keep somebody's spirit alive, keep somebody's presence in your life, is by sharing your memories, sharing pictures, sharing stories, Sharing smiles and laughs. I mean, when we talk about my sister now, we laugh a lot, which has been really nice because we did a lot of crying and we still do, but we laugh a lot because she was crazy and she did some really off the wall things when we were growing up that we just talk about and we laugh. We hear a song on the radio similar, okay, like an example is the song Timothy, And I don't know how many of you remember, Timothy, it's a song from back in the 70s. And anytime that song came on, she would do some silly, crazy dance and she would throw her head down and her hair in front of her face and she would do this wild dance and she would sing it at the top of her lungs. And every time she did that, the entire family would stop. We would watch her and we would crack up and we would laugh. That was Diane. She was always somebody that would do silly things to make you laugh. And she was a presence for sure in our lives and in our family. So I'm grateful for the time that I had with the people that I love that are no longer with me. I'm grateful for the memories that I have of all of them. And I love telling stories. I love telling people about them. I love telling my grandchildren about them. My granddaughter believes that, she knew my dad my dad sydney was born in january and my dad died in march and sydney will insist when you talk to her that she knew my dad and one day we were talking she says well i knew grandpa and i said no sweetheart you know he passed away when you were just a baby and she says no i knew him and then i started thinking about The fact that I told her so many stories about him, I've shared pictures of him, we've talked about him, we talk about him all the time. One of the things that we do when she was really little, she was afraid of the thunder. My dad was a bowler, so I would tell her when it would thunder that grandpa's up in heaven and he's bowling with St. Peter and God, and when it was really loud, I would tell her that grandpa just got a strike. And when it's really soft, they're not bowling so well. And she's grown up with that and she believes it. And so then I would just continue to tell her stories of him and stories about him. And when she was a baby, we would Skype. So he got to see her and my daughter was brilliant. And she recorded that. So Sydney watches that every once in a while. So my granddaughter, who is six years old, believes with everything in her that she knew my dad, And she knew him before he died. And that is because of the memories that we shared with her about him. So who is it, whose memory that you, do you need to keep alive so that people in your family, friends that you know, children that you have will know a little piece of that person that you lost, that you love so much. Who is it that you need to share a memory with that's going to help you cope through the day? Who is it that you need to talk about? and let somebody know how amazing this other person is don't take the things that you shared with your loved one for granted and don't bury it because when you bury that you bury when you bury them if you bury their memories they no longer live on and the only way people live on after they're gone is by us telling their stories by us sharing things about them by us giving people a glimpse of who they were that didn't know them. Or when you have a group of people who did know that person that you lost, you all have this commonality together and you can share stories with each other that help you cope and help you get through that difficult time. So with my sister, when everybody is having a hard time or when we were together after she passed away, one of the things that people do after somebody passes away is everybody goes to a house and people bring food and that kind of thing. And one, what's the biggest thing that people do at that time besides cry? they tell stories. They tell things about the person that they remember, stories about what they did. And you will sit there and you will laugh and you will cry. It is probably one of the things that you do most right after somebody dies before you have their funeral or their visitation wake or whatever you want to call it. People come over and they share their stories. They share their memories with you. And it is so important because it helps the family. You know, when my mom died, there were probably over a thousand people that came to her wake. It was so large that we had to have her wake inside the church because the funeral home was too small to For the group of people that we knew were going to be coming people waited in line for two and a half three hours My mom passed away They would come up to the front and they would give their condolences And sometimes we were giving them our condolences because they were so upset over her loss And they would tell us these amazing stories and these amazing memories and they would tell us things about my mom We had no idea about they would tell us things that she never shared with us and it was very Beautiful. And it was something that we all hold on to now. Still, the stories that people have told us about our mom or my sister or my father that we didn't know because it was something that this individual person shared with them that we weren't a part of. So they shared their memories with us, which helped us get a little bit more of a glimpse of who they were, a little different and a little bit more beyond what we knew of them. My parents were very giving people and we knew that but we didn't know to the magnitude until they passed away and people would come and tell us stories about things that my parents did for them that we had no idea of sharing a memory and telling story of the person that you love is so important to your healing it is so important to the grieving process it's a way for you To keep them alive, their spirit alive, to let people know a little bit about them, which helps them know a little bit more about you. Because if you've lost somebody close to you, they have affected your life and they have helped shape you to who you are. And their loss also has helped shape you and change you to who you've become since they're gone. And when I went to New York for Thanksgiving, my sister and I sat and went through a box of... Pictures, and they were pictures—old, old pictures. Pictures that I had never seen before, and I was so grateful that we had that couple of hours to go through them because there were pictures of my mom when she was little. There were pictures of my dad when he was younger. There were pictures of my sister with some of her friends that I had no idea were there. So I was able to share those pictures with her friends and and send them to them because you know, I don't know if they had the picture or not, but we certainly did. So it was really nice to be able to go through there. As we were looking at pictures, we went down memory lane on the ones that we were a part of. And we talked and we laughed and we cried. And it was just a way to honor, respect and remember them. So guys, your memories are extremely important. Share them. Don't forget them. The only way to keep that person alive in your life and keep living to where they are remembered for the rest of eternity is by telling your stories, sharing your memories, because the memories you have will become the memories that your child has, and will become the memories that their child has. And that's kind of the whole thing about history. We know things about our country. We know things about our previous presidents. We know things about different wars because of the stories people have shared and told. Without those, none of that would have existed. In our minds, we would not have known it existed. So the history books are really important for us to know kind of where everything came from. So take your loved one and the person that you lost and write their history book. Write their life down or tell their story, tell their history so people get to know who they are and they live on forever. The only way somebody will live on forever. It's not just keeping it quiet to yourself and in your heart. It's to share that memory and to share that story. And by doing that, you're the person that you love will never die. There will always be a piece of them here on earth because there's a piece of you here on earth sharing who they were. Memories are so important. Pictures are so important. You never knew. A lot of people never knew the importance of a a photograph until it's all they have left. And my kids, I take a lot of pictures, a lot of pictures, and they get frustrated with me. I think they're better about it now. But at the end of it all, I've lost a lot of people in my life. And my photos are all I have left. The pictures of them. The memories I have in my head, the love I have for them in my heart, that's what I have left of them. And I will continue to keep them alive by telling their stories, by talking about them, by looking at their pictures, by laughing and crying about the things that they did. And I will continue to do that so that they live on for generation after generation after generation after generation. So if you want to keep your loved ones still alive, In some way, shape, or form, continue to talk about them, continue to build your memories. And one of the things that I found extremely helpful is to journal so you can tell their story. And it'd be interesting if everybody wrote down and journaled and told their story about the person that has passed away that you all share in common and read those back and see what each person's relationship was like. It will tell you different things about that person because that person, the relationship I had with my sister was different than the relationship my brother had with my sister. So, if we all told our stories and the relationship we had, we would probably be able to give you a full picture of who Diane was. And we can probably do that with our parents or anybody else that we had lost. So, I challenge you to continue to remember. Share your memories, write them down, enjoy your photos, and all of that will help you heal and all of that will keep the person that you lost alive. Now we're going to take a short break for a segment we named Getting the Call. This feature is my personal journey and thoughts about what happened when you're first notified about a loss or a tragedy. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. So it was June 13th, 2019, and I was on a very early morning walk. My family and I just got back from Italy, and I'm so grateful now that we took that trip last year. I left my house like at 5.30 in the morning to walk and watch the sunrise, and it was just a beautiful day, and it was nice and peaceful. And at about 6.30, I was at the end of my walk, and I know exactly what house I was standing in front of. I know exactly what I was wearing and I know exactly like the very second moment that I got this phone call. And actually it was 6:41 and I looked down at my phone when it rang and it was my sister Diane and I thought well this is kind of odd because it's only 7:30 there but I thought well she knew I was in Italy she's also kind of a ball breaker and She'd probably just call and see how the trip was, so I, I I had a just a split second of a why is she calling me and then I was just like, "Oh yeah, it's just her. If it was one of my other sisters, it would have been different, but with Diane, there was no rhyme or reason with anything that she did, but anyway, I picked up the phone, hey, what's going on having you know trying to have a normal conversation, but I can tell in her voice that something was up, and she didn't waste very much time to let me know that uh, she had some news and she wanted to let me know that she had cancer. And I remember stopping dead in my tracks. I remember standing in front of this house in complete and total disbelief. And I remember telling her it wasn't funny. And I froze. And I asked her, of course, a couple of questions around it, not a lot. Um, I knew better than to ask a lot of questions. And I just said to her, what do you need? What can I do? How can I help you? And she proceeded to tell me. And she also told me, she says, I, you know, her cancer was lung cancer. It wasn't good. And she was scared. She told me she was scared. And she also told me I was not allowed to tell another single soul. And probably as much as I've shared about her and her story and her cancer, she's probably up in heaven, ready to just like, throw an arrow at me or something, because she was a very private person. But that moment in time stopped, stopped the world, stopped my life, paused for a very long time, in the sense of that moment, certainly didn't pause a long time, because she was gone in five weeks. But when you get those calls, that jolt just kind of comes through your body, You'll never forget that call. You'll never forget where you were at. You will never forget anything about that call because, oh, it was rough. It's rough. You get those calls and it's it's rough. It's like pulling your heart out and uh, stomping on it a little bit. So they're not calls you want to get. They're not calls that you enjoy. They're calls that change your life forever. Welcome back. I hope this episode helped you in digging deep in the memories that you have of the people that you lost, that you love. I hope this episode helps you understand how important it is to remember those that have passed and gone before us. I hope this episode has helped you heal a little bit and get an idea of some of the things that you might be able to do so that you're able to move on with a little bit of joy and happiness. And you're able to tell the stories of the people that you lost with some laughter, obviously some tears, but you have an openness of wanting to share and wanting to tell your stories and enjoying the memories you have of the people that are no longer with you. Please remember that at the end of the day, As you're moving forward in relationships that you have every day, every conversation is a memory that you're building. Make it count. And don't forget to take those pictures. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Raw and Real Podcast. I hope you gained a little bit of insight on memories and how important they are. If you would like to share this with anyone that you think might benefit from today's topic, please do so. We are so glad that you have joined us. Tune in for next week's episode and we hope you are staying safe and until next time. Thanks for joining us this week for another episode of Raw and Real. If you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe on iTunes or your favorite podcast app so you get notification of all new episodes.